Voice of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church of Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. You can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other popular podcast platforms. This is our service from Christmas Eve. Enjoy, and we pray that 2023 is an amazing year for you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for your generosity tonight, uh, your offerings tonight to go to support a number of New Hope missions uh, literally around the world. And uh, so it's good to make a difference together. Tonight, the cosmic differential between God and us in, our, in my favorite, now I'm really dating myself, Christmas uh, movie, what makes the scene extraordinary is the chaos around it, uh, contrasted with the quietude of Linus reading uh, what you just heard so beautifully, that most famous of all Bible passages. We reiterated this, as a matter of fact, a few weeks back with our own uh, musical here, full of fun and craziness, and then suddenly in a surprising moment, we're invited to to zone in, to focus into this tenderest of all stories, uh, from the cosmic powers that be uh, to a mom with a baby nursing. It dislocates us. It's called incarnation. It's called God being in your life, in my life. Uh, Impossible. Essential, overwhelmingly vast, momentary, tangible, missable. If you strip Christmas down to its basics, here's the crush scene I want to get. If you can see it, can you read this? Do you understand what you're looking at on the right-hand side here with the blocks? Does it seem familiar to anyone speak German? You don't need to speak German. Uh, Look to the right. What do you think Koenigs are? Look how many there are. Yeah, exactly. You see Joseph and Maria in the back, the ox and the essel. Who can guess what a shaft is? Come on, right? And here's a new word. Uh, Tonight at Christmas, you learn that herta, I'm 80% sure, is uh, is shepherd. Uh, Someone could say, yes, I took that class in German. Here we are. The essentials of Christmas stripped bare. A minimalistic uh, nativity scene. God is for you. God loves you. You, even you, can be forgiven. Have you ever wondered why Herod had such a problem with that message? (laughs) Whatever else you think about him, who doesn't want to hear? God is for you. God is with you. God the Almighty loves you. God can forgive. I would think, I would think of all people, Herod would love that message. What's his issue? What's his problem? We've made our way through this Advent, had a fun time. It's because we had to do it because, as you know, Star Wars Episode 4 was called A New Hope. And so we had to do the theme of this Advent, having a lot of fun with hope, peace, joy, and love. Those different permutations in your life, Uh, and in my life, leading with Old Testament and prophetic urgency into this 
uh, tenderest nursing scene into this little uh, manger scene from cosmic significance, space, galaxy significance to individuals. Um, that's incarnation. And now we come to Luke. Luke, these verses in question, and actually I only have one word I want to talk to you tonight about. Single word. We'll, have, we'll get, everybody raise your hand if you remember to bring your Greek New Testament with you. And we got a couple here. Good. In the front. We're teaching them early. We should. We should. Uh, this, is, this is wonderful. The, um, wonderful except for the church leadership who is so nervous right now. We've hired this guy. And on Christmas Eve, when we have more visitors than ever, he's taken the Greek out. He's looking at a word. This isn't the textual variant I'm interested in. Hey, uh, come back at Easter, friends. Uh, we'll, bring up, um, we'll bring up the most important textual variant in the whole Bible by far. I love looking at that stuff. This isn't that. Everyone agrees what the Greek word is in this text. Everyone over two millennia says, oh, yeah, that's, that's the word. I'm talking about a translation question in this most famous of verses. Um, Here's how it's translated. This is, this is called an interlinear, uh, where they put the Greek and then the English in between. Um, and you'll see this in chapter 2, verse 13 is where we are. And suddenly there was with the angel, uh, the three words are plethos, uh, that I've circled there. Plethos, we get the word plethora from that. It means lots, a bunch. Uh, stratius, uh, uranio, uh, that means heavenly. All right, so here's how the contemporary English version translates this three-word phrase. Suddenly, many other angels, a bunch of other angels came down. That's good. That's good. You can see where we are, right? The shepherds are on the hillside doing their thing with their sheep. They experience the angel coming to them saying, be not afraid. The greatest story in all human history is happening. Be not afraid. Uh, and then suddenly... Uh, I'm most familiar with this, and maybe you as well, the King James Version, the New Revised Standard Version, uh, others as well. Suddenly there was with that angel a multitude, beautiful, we don't use that word a whole lot, a multitude of the heavenly host. It's a bunch of them. It's a crowd scene. And we know what they're going to sing, right? Um, Eugene Peterson, I admire a lot, late great translator. He said this, at once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir. Exactly what I was thinking about. It would be a lot better if the word choir or anything to do with music was in this passage. That's a bad translation. It's, it preaches well that come, come next Christmas and maybe the permanent pastor will preach on music and, and this, it's not there. That's not the word. NIV that's in your pews in front of you, your rack there, is pretty common as well. Um, a great company of the heavenly host appeared. Plethos, stratius, what is that word? A bunch of heaven, stratius. This is good. I like company because tomorrow we're going to have a bunch of company or maybe tonight you're looking to get out of here and have your dinner. You're having folks over, hey, let's have some company. Leave your coats in the back bedroom. Uh, wipe your feet. What would you like to drink tonight? We're having company. We're in a festive hosting mood. I even like heavenly host as a matter of fact. And the church has a couple of loaded terms, right? When we have communion, someone 
took the communion table. When we have communion, uh, we call it the host, right? And you're, many of you are going to be hosts. It works. That works translation as well. It's not accurate. It's not what's in the Greek text, but at least it preaches well. Uh, a great company of the heavenly host. If, all right. This is the uh, Greek-English lexicon of the New Testament that everyone uses. All right. I just, I just happen to have it. Um, so we can look at uh, the word that everyone agrees upon. And oddly, in this entry, uh, this entry here, what has for decades and centuries been what everyone knows the word really means that there's a lot of from heaven, plenty, a plethora. There's a plethora of these. Stratia, stratius, stratia. Whatever you're going to talk about it, everyone knows what it means. Interesting. There's an army of angels. There's an army of angels suddenly uh, with them. Here's the interlinear as, as it lays out again. You'll see, I've circled some fun things for you. You know, Hebrew was such a drag. Where's Jordan? Maybe he did better than I. Uh, you know, Hebrew, you're just, you're lost. It's chicken scratch. In Greek, you can get a little lucky in those tests in seminary because God is theon and theology is talk about God. Wonderful. Because Gloria Doxa, Doxa, we, every week we sing a Doxa Logi, the words in praising, right? The Gloria. Irene, we get the word Irenic from that peace. Anthropos, if you're sexist, you call that men. We know it's a study of humanity, right? Anthropology. And then this Stratius. And suddenly there was with the angel lots of army of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God, glory to God. I want to see a Messiah where the alto or soprano does that whole intro. And suddenly there was with the angel and singing. And then everyone just stepping up in army fatigues. I'd pay to see that. I'd pay to see that finally an accurate translation of the central word in the most famous Bible passage of all time. What do you think? Why so bad at translating? What are we avoiding? Take a wild shot. This is actually an authentic question. What are we avoiding? What? I missed that. Men? <laughs> It's, it's, it's not an easy sermon. It doesn't make for an easy, nice Christmas Eve sermon, does it? Maybe there's a bunch of pastors on the translating team, right? Knew their Greek, but also knew, hang on, hang on, I'm the one who's got to stand up in front of the big crowd and do that. We're not, how about company? I love it, a company, company of angels has that ambiguity of, that's a military term as well, isn't it? They must have laughed about that and said, company, good compromise, let's go home. Uh, those who get it will get it, and the rest of them can just feel like they're having company for dinner. Um, fun, let's have company, let's have company of angels. <sighs> All right. 
I need, I need a volunteer. And in my cardia of cardias, uh, what, I'm, what I'm really hoping for, thank you, what I'm really hoping for, would you, <laughs> this, <laughs> we don't even know you, Pastor, would you raise your hand if you're a young woman, 12, 13, or maybe 14 years old? This is insane, I know. They've hired me just for a year, and then they're firing me because I do stuff like this. <laughs> hand up, 12, and also if you'd be willing to read just on the right hand, oh, we're going to hear you sing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to the back. Cameras, here I go. Look, cameras, I'm, I'm heading to my office. I'll see you at the 8 o'clock service. Would you stand up? Would this be all right? This is insane. Hi, my name's Don. What's your name? Addison. Addison, would you stand up for a moment? Um, you're such a good sport. Thank you. Uh, so uh, Mary's not 20. She's not 15. Uh, Mary's 12 or 13 or 14. All right. Would you, with that close to your, to your mouth, a little closer, could you read this right hand where it starts, he has performed mighty deeds. Could you read that section for us out lo- nice and loud? Do you see it? Mm-hmm. See where I'm looking? Can you read up to the right? And I won't make you read the Greek. I'm reading the translation on the right hand side. It's 51. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. Can you see? Try that and just, just give it to us. He has performed mighty deeds with his army. He has uh, scattered those who are proud in their imposed thoughts. He has brought down rules from their thrones, but he has lift up, lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but he has sent the rich away empty. Perfect. Perfect. Addison. Big round of applause for Addison. services anymore. That's <laughs> she, she was so nice. She had, really well done. Not, not easy stuff. Um, this is Mary's Magnificat, right? We just had it a few weeks back. It's often the Christmas, precedes the Christmas story, what the pregnant girl has. Uh, my soul magnifies, makes great the Lord because of this. All right. For whom is this Christmas message of Mary good news of great joy? Uh, Everyone, I'll skip to the next question. For whom might it not be such great news? The powerful, those who've got a throne, those who have enough to eat, those who have got it all. Wow. Uh, whatever else you say about Herod, um, horrible human being by all accounts, right? Awful. But at least we can give him credit for understanding the Christmas story in ways that the vast majority of Christians for 2,000 years have not. There is that little piece. At least Herod understood that what the Christmas story is about is is what? A nascent military revolution. 
At least Herod understood that Jesus Christ is great news for the poor, for those who don't have land, who aren't going to have a good Christmas tomorrow, and for those of us who are wealthy and have got it all, look out! Herod doesn't decide, yay, yay, God loves me. Let's celebrate on being forgiven. Let's feel good. Let's relax and have joy. Herod decides to kill everyone under two years old. That's his response to the Christmas story. Pastor. Hey, kids. (laughs) What are the chances that within... 12 hours, you're going to be opening a present and you're going to think, nah, (laughs) this isn't what I wanted. (laughs) What are the chances you're opening a present and you're thinking, socks? (laughs) Kids, listen to me. You've got a power within you and around you, an angelic power that's going to enable you tomorrow morning to say, Kids, repeat after me. Thank you. (laughs) Thank goodness. Maybe not something you could do on your own, uh, but you've got a power sent from God to help us. Sisters, this is a little gender normative for me. Forgive me for this paragraph. Sisters, you're in the kitchen. Don't finish my paragraph for me, huh? Either tonight, because you're coming to the first service, you maybe are doing dinner, or it's tomorrow. You're in the kitchen, you're up to here in plates and dishes and stress, and your husband's watching the football game. (laughs) Your kids are having a great time playing with their new toys. You're a little overwhelmed, and you don't want to spoil anyone's Christmas, but you're darn mad, and you're hurt and isolated. What you're gonna, what you want to say is, honey, could you come in here for a minute? And you're afraid to say it. You have an angelic presence with you, calling for equity and a good partnership and marriage, and you're gonna say, hey, kids, I'm wondering if you could help. You're not ruining anyone's Christmas, you're taking your power. Right? Because you are the put upon and oppressed. Brothers, I don't know if tomorrow's the best time. You want to tell her something. It, it, it is the best time. There's something about the music and the Christmas tree and the lights and the gratitude and the, and the decorations and the music. And you're wanting to say something, but you're afraid because you're afraid it's going to be corny. What the angel will help you say is, hey, um, thank you for being in my life. Thank you. Christmas has made me realize how much you mean to me, how proud I am of our family, Thank you, and you're afraid, but you've got an angel behind. 
Take a chance. Claim your marriage back. You've known for weeks what it's like, and you're afraid. Do not be afraid this Christmas. Friends, you're afraid to tell your family who you are. I cannot tell you that tomorrow's the best day. You're scared because you don't know if you'll be accepted. You're afraid to say who you love. You're afraid to say what you're really like, who you're attracted to, and you don't know if the people are the most precious to you in the whole world will receive you. I tell you now, there's an angel behind you. Dare to be who you are and speak out, hey, there's something I want to say. There's something I want you guys to know about who I am You're at dinner tomorrow and someone's spouting political nonsense and you are beyond being polite. You want to talk about how you see things because you want to be heard and respected for once in this family. I'm telling you, you've got, it's not one, it's, it's, I'm, God, God, who are with you and want you in your full humanity. Listen, God is for you. God is with you. God loves you. And when I say forgive, whatever's in your head right now that you need forgiving for, make that your Christmas present to God. Give it up. Leave it, leave it in this room. Let it all go. The one who tonight descends to be with you descends to help you also rise up. Pray with me. Wonderful God, thank you for tonight. Send your angels, send your army of angels to us that we might not be afraid that we might know your presence in these common lives, in these messed up marriages, and even these mediocre families, in these broken relationships. Help us, God. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Every candle you light this year will be a borrowed flame. The flame that comes from our Christ candle, we merely reiterate. In our homes, when we're by ourselves with the TV on, when we're gathering at meal, every flame will be a repeat of tonight of the Christ flame. In your life and in my life, may it be that, as Gospel John says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. Go in peace and have a wonderful week.